up, guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Boss Witch Buzz. I'm your Boss Witch, Bryce. Happy March. I'm sorry I skipped out on last week. I did have a lot going on and a little bit of allergies, and I didn't really feel like recording when I had a stuffy nose, and I didn't know if it would even sound good. <laughs> I hope you guys have had an amazing couple weeks, and I hope you have been finding magic in your everyday life and I hope you've just been enjoying every moment. The weather where I am at has been kind of a roller coaster the last couple weeks. I've had some nice days, some like in the 60s and then some cold ones and some snow. Um, It's Friday when I'm recording this and we're actually supposed to be getting snow this weekend. It's raining currently. We'll see if it turns to snow but you know I'm about ready for it to just you know the seasons to change. I, I think I'm ready for that springtime feeling. So let's jump right in. This week, I want to talk about comfort shows. So like TV series or even like movies that what I mean by that is like, I definitely have a solid set of TV shows where I feel comfortable enough to just throw them on. I can watch them over and over and over again. Sometimes I'm paying attention. Sometimes it's background noise, but it's just they're they're the most satisfying, I guess satisfying isn't the word, they're just the most comfortable, they're the most comforting ones to put on in the background. It's like a warm hug. (laughs) I seen something like circling the internet that said like, um, people with anxiety tend to rewatch the same shows over and over again because they know what's going to happen next. And I definitely don't think that's why I like to watch shows, that's why I have comfort shows. I don't think it's the feeling of I know what's coming next, but more of like I feel comfortable doing other things while it's on because I know I'm not going to miss anything, but like consciously I know what's happening because I can hear it. I don't know. And I'm not saying that that's not valid. Like I know that there's people out there that like to rewatch things because they know they know what's happening next. Like that's totally cool. If that's that's why you like to watch it. But I don't think that's why I love to rewatch shows. Like, I guess we can just dive into some of my favorite comfort shows. Oh, and I should say, like, I have, like, comfort shows, like, for different seasons of the year. Like, and I, when I go through, like, my comfort shows, I guess I'll um tie what time of year to it that I love to watch it. So I'm going to start with Bridgerton because I absolutely love Bridgerton and I think it was my second episode where I talked about how it's just so so aesthetically pleasing to me. The costuming, the location of it all, the um, gems and beadings of all the dresses and the colors. I just, I think that's another reason why I just love to watch it. It's so visually pleasing to me. But I love to watch Bridgerton around Christmas time. And that may change when season two comes out. I may enjoy watching it in the springtime too, but I associate Bridgerton with Christmas time. And because it came out, the first season came out, I think on Christmas Day, 2020, Christmas Day, I believe. And I didn't watch it right away. Like I watched it maybe a couple days after Christmas, but I remember my brother, my mom, and I went to a light like a where you drive through and you see the lights and I it was at a winery and I actually went to that winery a couple months ago and just being there also made me feel the vibes of Bridgerton and I'm like this is so weird and I'm like I just want to go home and watch Bridgerton now 
it's just weird how my brain connects those two things. But I mean, I'm not mad about it. I could watch Bridgerton all the time. I think I've rewatched the series probably six times. And my boyfriend will tell you that I'm not lying. <laughs> Another one of my comfort shows is Gilmore Girls. And that's definitely more of a fall time. Like September, like when the leaves are changing. I I love Gilmore Girls. My boyfriend hates Gilmore Girls. I really honestly do not know why. He's never really given me a good enough reason for me to be like, okay, yeah, that's valid. <laughs> I don't push it on him though. I I I understand because Lorelai sometimes bugs me a little bit with how she is, but not enough for me to dislike Gilmore Girls. I do wish Gilmore Girls was like something that was created off of a book. I think that would have been an interesting or a good read. I think it would have been able to come like would have been able to have multiple books like a series but I love Gilmore Girls and I definitely associate it more with the fall. I just think it's a mother-daughter duo. I'm very close with my mom. I love their friendship. I it's just one of those ones that put it on and I love the background music. It's just great. And they love coffee and I love coffee. So like can't go wrong. <laughs> I also tried to watch Gilmore Girls a year in the life and I really couldn't get into it. I don't know if I just didn't give it my full attention and I should probably go back and try it again. But maybe maybe it was because the length the length of the episodes because I think there's only four episodes, but they're like for each season, so they're a little bit on the longer side. Maybe that's why. So, yeah. So, Gilmore Girls is definitely another one. Um, Another one. So, this one's kind of funky. It reminds me of the fall. 100%. But I like to watch it in the spring. And it's Vampire Diaries. And I think that's because that's when I first watched it. Was like springtime. I remember I... I would sit in my room with the window open because it was like not hot enough where air condition needed to be on and it like wasn't cold like it was beautiful out so I would sit and I could hear the the outside sounds while I was watching Vampire Diaries and I remember one night I was watching it and it was probably just season one still and I thought to myself because I don't really like scary things I thought to myself like oh my god a vampire could come into your room. <laughs> this sounds so silly. Sounds ridiculous. I thought that and then I was like, oh wait, nope. He wouldn't be able to come into my room. They need to be invited in before they can come into a home. <laughs> and it's so ridiculous, but I also got to visit the town where Vampire Diaries is filmed in Covington, Georgia. A lot of other things are filmed there. Um, what's it called? Uh, Sweet Magnolias? The Magnolia one. That one is filmed there. Dumplin' was filmed. Parts of it was filmed there. Dukes of Hazard, Parts of that was filmed there. But they've got a lot. I mean, it's mostly Vampire Diaries centered. They've got a lot of Vampire Diaries, like, merch and everything. And that was really cool to visit and see. And you got to see all the houses and stuff. And 
Um, you got to eat at Mystic Grill. It definitely looks different than because like the inside of Mystic Grill was filmed like on a set, but the outside they used for Mystic Grill. So the inside was completely different, but the food was delicious. That was really good. And it was just really cool, like thinking, oh my God, this happened here, this happened there. So that was really cool. And I I have not watched Legacies, but I've started the originals and I'm like halfway through it. And I think I get in like I get in this like mood where I'm like, yeah, I want to throw on the originals, but it's not. And probably once I finish it, it'll be one of those ones where I throw on all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I just, for something to throw on all the time, I like to throw on something that I've seen all of. Um, let's see what, oh, and so one that I can throw on just all the time, anytime, I actually have it on in the background right now, is The Office. And I'm not going to say if you don't love The Office, what's wrong with you? Because, you know, to each their own. That's, that's totally fine if you don't like The Office. But I love The Office. I just, I mean, I've started watching the extended episodes on Peacock and even parts that I've seen before many times still crack me up. Like I sit there and I die laughing and it's ridiculous that I still think it's so funny, but it is. And my favorite office character is Kevin. And I really, I don't know how to describe it or I can explain it. He just makes me laugh. His little giggle or the way he says things I hate the episode where he spills the chili because I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I'm going to come back to The Office because I definitely want to do a whole thing where I sort The Office characters into Hogwarts houses because I think there's some depth to some of the characters and I feel like I have an idea of where some characters would go where maybe other people wouldn't put them. So. Towards the end of this episode, I think I'm going to do a little of that. <laughs> and there's also some shows that I'm currently watching that I... They're not to the point where they're a comfort show where I know what's happening. So I can just throw them on and go about cleaning or playing on my phone or whatever I it is that I want to do. Outlander, I have dived back into that and I am really enjoying it and it's definitely a end of the day cuddle up and watch show because I am really enjoying that. Um, I am one episode away from finishing season two of The Witcher and I absolutely love The Witcher. I think it can be a little graphic but I I guess not graphic. I mean gruesome. I don't know. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I love The Witcher. I thoroughly enjoy watching The Witcher. I love the storyline. I love the characters. I think it's great. Uh, what am I, what else am I watching currently? Call the Midwife and Anne with an E. I've not finished either of those, but they're definitely... I think I'm a period piece kind of person. I love shows and stuff that are 
centered around a certain period of time. I mean, of course, The Office isn't <laughs> kind of surrounded around a certain period of time, but I also love Parks and Rec. Not as much as The Office, but they're probably my two that I love that aren't period pieces. Well, I guess Gilmore Girls isn't either. Or Vampire Diaries. Well, I guess I can throw that right out the window. I'm not as obsessed with period pieces as I thought I was. <laughs> but let's go ahead and dive back into sorting the office characters. I really want to start with Dwight because I feel very strongly about where I would put him. And I would put Dwight in Gryffindor. And that is because I feel if he's nothing but this one thing, he's brave. <laughs> he is. He would totally like put himself in the line of fire for that office. He he's he's brave. So I would definitely put him in Gryffindor. Um I believe Pam and Jim would both be Hufflepuffs. And I think so a couple of people that I wasn't really sure whether they would be Slytherin or Ravenclaw is Ryan and Angela. Um, I guess I would put Angela in Ravenclaw because I definitely don't think that she is um cunning i mean maybe i i think that ryan would be the one more to in order to succeed drag anybody else through the dirt type and it's a toss-up for me whether to put michael in hufflepuff or slytherin because i also feel like the man does have ambition he like he's stupid and his ideas are not great but he's got them and he he puts them to work like he doesn't like he doesn't let just let things sit he has the ambition to organize a michael scott's dunder mifflin scranton meredith palmer memorial celebrity rabies awareness pream fun run race for the cure <laughs> Who else would take the initiative and go right into organizing a fun run like, like that? <laughs> um, Oscar is a Ravenclaw. Kevin is a Hufflepuff. Meredith is a Gryffindor. Maybe even just because she has red hair. But I definitely feel she's got Gryffindor vibes. Andy, he's like... Hufflepuff Gryffindor. I know he went to um Cornell and he just doesn't give off the Ravenclaw vibes. He's too proud. He's too Yeah, I he just doesn't give off those vibes for me. And I don't think he's he maybe he could be a Slytherin. I don't know. I don't think Slytherin. Um uh, let's see who are we missing? Toby. I would say Toby's probably I think Toby's a Ravenclaw. Um, if we're going like later into the series, we have Aaron. Aaron's definitely uh, 
she's a Hufflepuff. I know she's got that reddish hair, but she's a Hufflepuff. Who else am I missing? Stanley. I think Stanley's a Ravenclaw. Oh, and Phyllis. Phyllis. Ah, I definitely want to put Phyllis in Hufflepuff, but she's got those moments where like, you know, she put Michael in her wedding just in order to get six weeks for her honeymoon or like the whole thing with Angela, like blackmailing Angela. She's got like a an edgier side to her. But I think she mostly belongs in Hufflepuff. Maybe I put her in Gryffindor. Because, you know, she's got some balls. That's for sure. <laughs> if we're talking Michael's ladies, Jan, I'm definitely going to put in Slytherin. If it were up to me, I would make her a squib or a muggle. Because I, I don't care for Jan. Um. Holly gives me like Hufflepuff Gryffindor vibes like and uh, maybe not Ravenclaw but I love Holly and I love Holly and Michael's relationship because it's fun and it's real cringy but I love it <laughs> how can I forget about Creed um Creed's definitely well Honestly, I don't think Creed's very smart, so I don't want to put him in Ravenclaw, but, like, he thinks outside the box. I kind of want to put him in Slytherin, but, so I'm, I'm going to say Slytherin, and I don't really want to, I don't really want to go to Warehouse, guys, because that's, I guess I could do Roy and Daryl, and I would put Roy, Roy would be a muggle. Roy would be the Dudley of the show. Um, and he even has that, the, what's it called when the redemption arc or whatever, like at the end when he invites Pam and Jim to his wedding and yeah, so yeah, he's a Dudley of the group. Um, Let's see, Daryl. Um, where would I put Daryl? Daryl's gonna be my. I think Daryl's a Gryffindor. I think Daryl's a Gryffindor. I think he is brave. I think he doesn't put up with anybody's crap. I definitely think Daryl's a Gryffindor. Yep, I think that would be my office casting. I don't think that I left anybody out and if I did I apologize <laughs> so before I end this episode I just want to talk about some things that have just made me really happy recently so one I ordered a pair of roller skates and they came I've not had the time to go out and enjoy them yet and really take them for a spin but I'm so excited for springtime and I really hope that I'm good at it. <laughs> also, I was at Target earlier and I saw the uh, Sarah J Moss Crescent City book House of Earth and Blood and I really had never read the like summary on the back or anything and when I picked it up today and I decided to read it, I realized the main character is a female and her name is Bryce and that's my name 
And I, my whole life, I got told, Bryce is a boy's name. You have a boy's name. And it just feels so great to be able to, I mean, there's an actress that's, her name's Bryce. And I think, oh, my mom got my move, my name from a movie where the female's character name was Bryce. But it's just, it's, it's so great to see that. Like, it just makes me so happy. So that's another thing that has me real excited. I won't be reading that until I, like, till I read through many other books ahead of it. But I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So thanks for joining me this week, guys. I hope you guys have a magical week. And I will talk to you guys next time. 